Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your daily Going In Raw notifications. And of course, we're also available wherever fine podcasts can be found, including the, what's going on with you? Some including CastBox. You should do that. Do we need a lint roller in here? Including CastBox, we have a great partnership with them. It uh, benefits Going In Raw. It really helps support the show. If you download the CastBox app for free using the iOS or uh, Android uh, uh, device and uh, download, uh, subscribe to Going In Raw. You just hit the little thing there and then you can leave a comment. Yeah. If you want to. Yes. It's cold in here. I put my flannel on. I don't know why I think it's so cold in here. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. Really? That's good. I'm glad. I'm cold today. I don't know why. You're not getting sick, are you? I'm a little short shorts on, too. Anyways, I don't think I'm getting sick, but Devin's sick at home, so maybe. I don't know. Could be. Anyways, over there are also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. A single $20 uh, pledge gets you the Friendo Care Package. You get a comic book, some stickers, uh, a double-sided poster, and a postcard. It's all got the old school logo stuff on it. We uh, packaged a bunch of these things up yesterday. Uh They're going out into the Friendoverse uh, today, so that should be a lot of fun. I brought more of the, the mailers, so we're oh, good, good to go with good, those. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, so, yeah, we did that. And then coming up at friendomarket.com, uh, probably in a week or so, I think, about a week. We're 18 days out from StarCast. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, about a week from now, we're going to be putting the Chicago StarCast all-in pack up for sale for a flash sale. Look at that. You get the, so over here is the shirt on the left hand side. That's the design for the shirt. And then I did three stickers for it. How again. come it's my head, but not your head? 
Well, you know, that you have an iconic face with that picture right there, the cold water look. I might do Shock Steve for the next one, mm. but, you know, it doesn't always have to be you and me. Sometimes it can be just All you, right. sometimes it can be just me. All right. Of course, we've got the slow wolf sticker right there. And then a Chicago-themed Going In Raw logo right yeah, there. Yeah, that looks swell. So it's all good stuff. I, were, I, I, I spent a good 10 minutes on that stuff the other day. So good for me. Anyways. Time well spent. Y'all can buy that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, oh, real quick. If you're in the Orlando area, today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah, I wish I was because I got today, be able to witness this. Go to Pro Wrestling 2.0 at a mayhem in a triple threat match against Craven. And Jester Yorick, it's at 4709 Distribution Court number 7 in Orlando. I don't know what time. Just, I guess, Google. It's New Beginnings. Pro Wrestling 2.0's New Beginnings. If you want to go heckle Adam Mayhem. No, cheer him on. You have my permission to throw stuff at him. No. That would probably get you kicked out of the building. Totally have my permission. Yeah, it'll probably get you kicked out. It's It's not good behavior, but what do I care? You get kicked out. It's not good behavior. You were spending your money. It's it's, it's bad judgment that's listening your to me. H champion. Oh man, showing the respect. Who's more jacked, Craven with Pro Wrestling 2.0 or Dean Ambrose? Um, Dean Ambrose is pretty jacked now, man. Dude. What's the deal? Someone gets hurt, they come back. He looked jacked. Jacked. But you know what he really looked like, man? A full-on heel. Yeah, he did. He looked like a brutal heel. Yeah. That dude is going to cost Seth Rollins that title at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. And it's going to make will, him bleed all over the mat at I SummerSlam. I guarantee you. It's got to get to that that level. That's going to happen. That's going to be that's gonna be crazy good. That's going to be really good. Dean Ambrose going after Seth Rollins as a heel. Oh, man. He just looked like, did he shave his eyebrows off? He never really had prominent eyebrows. No, nah, because he's got kind of blonde hair. Yeah. So he shaved his head. Or light brown hair. He kind of looks like he's got your hair kind of, pattern yeah. going on, but then he doesn't have any eyebrows. And he's got a beard. And he's jacked now. And he's jacked, got vascularity, traps. Yeah, it's the traps in the chest that, that really got jacked. Yeah. He's he been doing a lot great. of these. We're going to talk about that later on. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's read some Super Chats. Yeah, first. first, Trey Saunders, that time of day where we all get real blazed before work. I'll catch a bit of the stream before I dip. But otherwise, have a good rest of day. Thank you, Trey. Spencer Raymond, five, uh, $5. So how about Ambrose coming back looking like Arnold? Is it just me or does he look primed for a heel turn? He looks like Triple H. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he yeah. does. Mike Lucas, who's got a better chin, Lesnar or Dean? Speaking of looking different... Brock Lesnar looks like he's been in a, a sauna for a while. Yeah, he looked uh, he looked he's, thinner in the he face. He looks like he's in camp. Yeah, he looks like he's in camp. Fight camp, that is. He doesn't look as puffy as he usually Mm-mm. does. Jeffrey Nguyen, five dollars. Hey, friendos, went on a date last night, and I fear she may be a stage five clinger. Um, isn't Jeffrey Nguyen the one who always gets drunk in our in our chats? Is that Jeffrey Nguyen? Might have it a couple times. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe you should, maybe you should embrace a stage five clinger. I think maybe you should do that, Jeffrey Nguyen. Anyways, Charvel Myers, let's get this out of the way now. Why is everyone lately that gets hurt comes back jacked? Yeah, dude, it's for reals. Because they have that. T- because you're not, you're not doing. You're not on the road. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna de jack at some point. Like everybody does. Well, it depends. If you're this gone is, if, for a if, while, if while in rehab, he made a lifestyle change to eat better. Oh, I did. I don't. Dean Ambrose doesn't seem like a lifestyle change type of guy. No, I, know. I could be wrong about that. I just don't feel what. What's going on? Well, somebody's digging a doing, hole in the doing office. Some, doing some work yeah. outside. Uh, Anal Fisher Czar, 
Uh, fave song from the 90s that fits the theme of a wrestler today. Black Coal Sun. Yeah, that's the right answer. Travis Dayton, $2. What's better, Dean's long hair or short hair? Short hair. Well, he's, he's much uglier with short hair, but that I think that's good. He looks tougher and that's meaner. That's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Shad Media, super chat from Myrtle Beach. Enjoying my vacation on the beach now. Love you, friendos. P.S. Why doesn't Steve just sue Adam Mayhem for the H title? I Can't settle do my that. differences from the podcast table, not in the court of law. All right. Mr. Michael Law, 2011. Clarification from yesterday's Chicago wrestling event. CM Punk's name was mentioned during the show. The crowd booed oh. Enchanted Hulk Cabana. Oh, Mike Lucas, make Dean Champa tag team. Call them the lunatic killers. It's funny. Uh, there were two, I watched two like brief shoot interviews yesterday. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Oh, one was uh, Bret Hart talking about Jim Neidhart. Mm-hmm. Like he got fired in like 92 or so uh, while Neidhart was teaming with Owen Hart. And, uh, and the, the shoot interviewist, interviewer, asked Bret Hart, why, you know, was there ever any thought of you going with Owen? And he was like, no, no, you know, I was, uh, I was firmly on the singles push, you know. And then if you go back down to a tag, you know, my, my whole life would have been ruined, you know, no. It would have been it would have been awful. And then I flipped over and watched the Kevin Nash one where he was talking about um, like the possibility of him and Scott Hall sticking around WWF. If that would have happened, uh, the shoot interviewer said, would you ever uh, like would you have tagged with him if you stayed around? He's like, no, there's no money in tags. Apparently, <laughs> you just don't make any money. As a wow. Tag team. Yeah. Will uh, Will Hamaker, Dean Champa and Triple H go to a gym who exits first? Well, Dean. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to be... Look, you can't beat Champa and Triple H in terms of being jacked. Those are like two yeah. of the most jacked dudes yeah. ever. Courtney Summers. Dean is more jacked because he can actually work out now. Mm-hmm. He had that arm injury for a long time before he went out with it. Oh, okay. I could yeah, tricep uh, yeah. injury for a while yeah. then. Um, Luis Correa. Uh, I find myself liking Roman a lot now and getting mad when the crowd boos him. What the heck is happening? Is WWE's plan finally working or is it just me? No, man, I'm telling you, it's working. Kind of. People are just, they're, they're over everything. And so it's like, oh, come on. We'll, we'll just, we'll just cheer him and so that we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. We just want to move on with this. Although, hey, Brock Lesnar did stand tall yesterday. Let's get into our Raw recap. All right. Sounds good. Raw. Raw. So Raw kicked off with uh, Ronda Rousey coming to the ring. Um, and, uh, she had a mic and, uh, she, she talked about Jim, the animal Nightheart yes, passing yes. Natalia. Her heart went out to Natalia because I believe both in kayfabe and in real life, they are friends. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't watch live. I watched like the majority of it late, later last night during the West coast feed, mm-hmm. bunch of people on Twitter, like people whose opinions I respect. We're sort of poo-pooing this. What did you think about this? I saw that too. Cause I, I yeah. too watched the West coast feed. Yeah. Um, it what? When I heard, I'm sorry. I'll, let me. I'll, I'll say my thoughts, and then you can say. Yeah, yours. yeah, yeah. When I read what people were saying, I was like, "Oh, that sounds tacky." Because like, a lot of people were saying, like a Paul Bearer situation. Yeah, and then I went back and watched it, and I kind of didn't see the big deal. No, she just. She, I mean, she wasn't really using his passing in terms of storyline. It seemed like a pretty heartfelt message to Natalia. Yeah, saying you know to paraphrase. You know, when we need strength, we go to our, in this case, fathers. Yeah. And then when they're gone, they re- then that's when we realize that 
they instilled the strength in us. I thought it was a fairly poignant yeah. thing that she said. And, and I'm assuming Natalia wasn't there. I don't think so. No, I don't no. think she would have been because like, no. you know, she probably been with her family. Yeah. So I don't know. I've and it wasn't like in once Alexa bliss came out, it was back into storyline right, stuff. Yeah. And there was no mention. Yeah. So I didn't. And, but then like the, one of the, a lot of the complaints I saw is like, Oh, you have her come out and do a promo and make this into a storyline. Where's the, the, the graphic or a video package. Well, two-thirds of the way through the show, we got a really well-done video package. Yeah, it was really nice, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see what the huge deal was about. Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, I, don't, I thought it was fine. I thought yeah. it was fine. I yeah. thought it was, I, when she said what she said, I was like, oh. What it didn't I, feel exploitative. No, it didn't. At it, all. And she, like, she, she delivered it very, in a very heartfelt manner. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought it was cool. And I didn't, it, it didn't seem to me, like you said, it didn't seem exploitative. That's just me. Maybe there's a bigger discussion to be had. I don't know. I thought it was fine, though. I, cause, and I, and I, cause, you know, I, I read all those comments. Yeah, same like, here. I was preparing for, like, you know, something bad, you know? Yeah. But it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, she did that. Um, and then uh, she brings out, so it was supposed to be, I believe, Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Correct. Um, and uh, they replaced Natalia uh, with Ember Moon, um, who we both love. Yes. Um, she's fantastic. Alexa Bliss, uh, Bliss, after Ronda Rousey said her thing about Anvil, came out. She delivered a promo. Sort of said the same things. Called her, what, like a, a rookie, over-hyped, an amateur. Overhyped rookie. Yeah, all that stuff. And at SummerSlam. Uh, you said, know. I'm a five-time women's champion. Essentially, you have no chance. Uh, Alicia Fox with, was with her. And I believe Corey Graves asked why she was dressed like Kale. Because she was wearing a lot of green. Well, and she had like leafy accoutrements too. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, which I, I, was, I, I didn't get that reference. I mean, the Kale reference I got, but I don't know why Alicia Fox was wearing a bunch of <laughs> right. green leafy stuff. Was it supposed to be like a poison ivy thing? Not maybe. really, because that's like that's more of a singlet. But yeah, I know. Maybe it is. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then uh, Alexa Bliss brings security down to to the ring, her own security detail to protect her from Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much instantly, a brawl breaks out. Ronda Rousey gets in the ring and lays out all all but one of the security guards. Last one is face to face with her. He gets out of there. Freaks out. Gets he puts on a really good. I'm freaked out face. Yeah, it was really well done. Uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought this was really cool. Um, I thought it was it was a strong a strong go home segment for SummerSlam. I was a little bit in my ear. Uh, a strong go home segment for SummerSlam. I actually thought like we didn't really do a nutshell. I thought this was a pretty decent raw. Yeah, it was fine. When I think about it, after looking at it a little bit, the first hour they got a lot in. I felt like yeah. Samara so was sitting through the first hour and saw that it was only an hour into the show. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Usually, they, they usually they do this there. thing now where they have like a thirty-five minute long match mm-hmm. preceded by a twenty-five minute long promo segment. Yeah, you get two segments and like really. A lot of recaps. Yeah, that didn't happen. Anyways. Yeah. So after Rhonda gets in the ring and dispatches security, they play her music. And I think, and I thought, oh, the match is going to happen then, huh? And then they say, all right, well, going back from commercial, we'll have Alexa Bliss versus Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. That's an odd way just to structure the show. Why play Ronda Rousey's music? She was still there. She wasn't leaving. They probably paid a lot of money for that license. And I don't think it's on a per usage fee. That's so, entirely speculation from you. It probably is on a per usage hey, look, fee. Man, I'm trying. This is ninety percent of what we do is speculation, buddy. <laughs> That's what we do here. I'm thinking that it's not on a usage. It's not. Maybe it's on a per episode fee, so they can play it as many times as they want in this single episode. They don't have to pay more money. <laughs> there's, probably. There's, there's a lack of internal consistency in terms of how they produce their show. That's my problem. Uh, well, Anyways, you know they come what? back. I love that starts. song. I think it's great. Yeah, it's a good song. Joan Jett is fantastic. Yeah. 
decent enough match. They gave it some time. Um, eventually, Ember Moon gets the upper hand, hits an eclipse, goes for the pin. Alicia Fox breaks it up. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was kind of it was kind of a wonky breakup too. Like, like I don't think she like touched Ember Moon enough for Ember to realize that yeah. she was supposed to be shoved off her because yeah. Alicia Fox comes in and she sort of like hits her on the thigh, kind of I think, and Ember Moon just keeps the pin going, and the ref is like. Oh, and then Ember Moon goes, ah, like that. I know. And then they just throw the match out, DQ, because of the interference there. And um, then Ronda goes into the ring and then just judo throws Alicia Fox all over the place. Man, they book Ember Moon super strong. I love it, but there's a huge roadblock in the way to her ever getting a title. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. And then even if they flipped her over to SmackDown, you have, I mean, depending you have on Oscar, how. Oscar, Charlotte, Becky Lynch. Yeah. What's your, what's your smaller roadblocks, especially if Charlotte and Becky Lynch going after the tag titles? Yeah. Which but may be a thing. Roadblocks, nonetheless. And Asuka's not even on TV. Hopefully, she'll be on there tonight, man. Is it, do we have a, a SmackDown preview? We do, and she is not included in that. Ah, preview. damn it! All right, what a bummer. Oh, we should also point out uh, Renee Young. Oh, yeah. I wish they would add her for good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it was like it was her. It was her first time doing like Raw, but uh, I thought that I, I much I, I much preferred her over oh, yeah. Jonathan Coachman. Oh, yeah. Did Just, you see that little? He adds nothing. Yeah, she he doesn't. Uh, the video they posted where she said that Vince only spoke to her once. Whole show. Really? That's interesting. Because I assume, from based on what we've heard, that he's chattering in everybody's The entire ear time. The entire endlessly. time. And apparently he just told her to slow down and oh. went one moment. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Why do you to, <laughs> she probably just said that to be a good company guy. <laughs> the entire, You're ruining the show. Oh, bad move on my part. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyways uh let's see next up we had uh oh yeah so ronda then judo through uh judo yeah judo through i guess uh alicia fox around the ring quite a bit to end that segment um ronda rousey stands tall this is one of those things we're gonna do our uh our predictions later on in the week i think they're gonna drop on thursday um yeah thursday morning predictions uh but ronda rousey stood tall but it doesn't matter. She's still yeah, going to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still going to win. Uh, next up, we had Kurt Angle and uh, Constable Corbin backstage. Uh, Kurt Angle's giving uh, Baron Corbin some shit because Baron Corbin apparently had uh, booked some matches yeah. uh, going above Kurt Angle's head, going straight to Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, Corbin said, I don't care what you say. I don't have to listen to you. I'm going now. And then he left. Yeah, and then uh, Dolph and Drew entered. Um, and they were wondering where Seth Rollins was. Mm-hmm. And Kurt says, well, he got held up with some travel issues. He's returning from some promotional work in China. Yeah. Um, but he will be here. Yeah. And then Dolph and Drew wanted to look over the contract mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental title match. Mm-hmm. And so Kurt obliged. Uh, after that, we had uh, Baron Corbin, and he booked himself. This man, he booked himself a match against Tyler Breeze to illustrate what his matchup looks like. At SummerSlam because Tyler Breeze is a shorter guy. Here's the thing, though. Mm. It was actually a fairly competitive match. <laughs> okay. No, it wasn't because what won the match? Well, a signature maneuver, man. Set that aside. Set that aside. If, if, if Baron Corbin was trying to prove a point here, this match would have lasted all of 30 seconds. Instead, it lasted at least four to five minutes. Yeah. In that sense, well, it was competitive. You can't bury Tyler Breeze too hard. Uh, but you, you give him a deep six. That's a burial, man. Nah. I mean, it's not going to be a how local times, enhancement how many times, talent squash how match. How many times do we say it, it, it's always good when we see people not always use their finishers to win? 
That didn't bother me. You know this is different, man. It doesn't bother me. This is this is the first time. Well, that we know since of. NXT at least. Look, I know of. in NXT he used to beat jobbers all the time. They were doing doing the squash thing with him. Maybe back then they they had him deep six some wins. I kind of doubt it because when you're new, you want to do your finisher. But dude, this is the fi- Twitter lit up over this. Yeah, I was getting all sorts of notifications. A deep six. It's a cool move. People barely get a one count out of the oh, deep that's six. Not true. true, it not is true. true. See, I look at the positive. Deep six looks fun. You just spinning around. I know. A bunch. It looks like it's a cool looking move. I yeah. look at the positive. It wasn't a thirty second squash match ending in end of days. It was a four to five minute relatively competitive match that yeah ended on a deep six, but nonetheless. To set that aside, decent showing for Tyler Breeze. I, gonna, I, I, just, I just choose to look at the positive rather than the negative. No, state. that's totally fine. And I appreciate that about you because we're a positive podcast. I do, however, want to take this to chat. While we move on, one for burial, two for non-burial for Tyler Breeze. Burial, I it, want to hear what all 963 people uh, that are watching have to say about Good luck keeping this. track of all that. I am curious. Anyways, afterwards, Baron Corbin dropped a promo saying, yeah, this is what you can expect from SummerSlam. Um, next up, we have a match. Uh, with Finn Balor, let's introduce his opponent, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah. And they said, oh, no, there's another opponent, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Finn Balor comes to the ring. Um, before the match begins, what is supposed to be a handicap match, Kurt Angle comes to the ramp and says, well, I can't cancel the match, but I can add to it. Wow, a bunch of non-burials. Wow, look at that, yeah. a lot of non-burials. All of you guys are wrong, man. No, You're all wrong. Burial. It wasn't a burial. Um, Kurt Angle adds Braun Strowman to the match, making it a tag wow, team match. Wow, look at that. Non-burials. Okay, all right. I, I concede my point. Fine. Uh, okay, let's do this again. Jericho to Impact 1, Jericho never to Impact 2. Okay, sorry, go on. Anyways, so it's a tag match. Uh, fun match. Anytime you get Strowman and Owens together, hijinks ensue. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whenever you get Strowman and Finn Balor tagging together, Fun ensues. Yeah. It was a fun match. Um, uh, Strowman wasn't too distracted chasing after Kevin Owens. Yeah. He picked up the win. He mm-hmm. pinned Jinder Mahal after a power slam in a pretty cool spot where he kind of like a tilt the world thing and power slam. And power yeah, it was kind of neat. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, and at, at, after the match, uh, Finn is in the ring as Strowman chases Kevin Owens up the ramp. Corbin out of nowhere hits mm-hmm. him with. End of days. End of days. There you go. The real. So Corbin finish. stands tall. In this in this scenario, the math will hold true. Corbin is totally eating that pin at SummerSlam. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That math totally. Yeah. That that completely does. Yeah. Man, it's really torn on Jericho to Impact. It's really torn. That feels like a poll for post show yay or nay. All right. Okay. Well. Hey, $5 patrons, we got a great post-show yay or nay today. It's Luger Tuesdays, so we're going to watch some Lex Luger. Two Lex Luger mm, incidents. Mm. <laughs> I, just, I don't call them matches. I just call them incidents. Yeah, happenings. Happenings. Um, next, we had uh, Kurt Angle on the phone, left leaving a message for Seth. Mm-hmm. Again, Dolph and Drew en- entered the frame. Yeah. What What's the deal with Dolph's hair? I don't know. It's like, dude... So people have been posting these sort of side-by-side memes for the past couple of weeks. One week they said he kind of looks like Jericho because he had kind of like a shiny Jericho. No, no, it wasn't on. shiny. It was just, it had print on it, and so it broke it up, so it looked like there was texture to it. Okay, but yeah, I saw that. And then too. his hair was kind of Jericho-ish, a little bit. Um, and then this week I saw one where like the old Hunter Hearst Helmsley picture. Yeah, I saw that. That was goofy. 
it's like he's doing what he can to look bad. Because that hair is not... He works best when he's got short-ish hair. And when he's in promo mode, what does he do? He slicks it back. Mm-hmm. Man, this... It's 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 so... It's like a wig. It doesn't I know, look good. I know he... he, he fashions a lot of his ring gear after like 80s like glam rock type stuff yeah and that's like the hair he's kind of going for it seems like you know what it's he, got yeah. some body to it it's so it doesn't look authentic though no it looks like it's like an adam sandler movie set in the 80s yeah like maybe wedding singer mm-hmm. and he's a dude who's like a character out of that like mm-hmm. in like background extra in mm-hmm. that doesn't really look authentic you know if you get those wigs like the 80s rock wig mm-hmm. it kind of looks like that Instead of that part that's sticking up in the front, if he just combed that down, yeah. that's what it looks like. It's goofy. Like, I feel bad for Drew because it just it doesn't help Drew. Mm-mm. Drew looks amazing. Oh, man. He looks fantastic. Wow. Talk about a man. Yeah. You know what would be great for Drew? What if he got rid of the beard and just went with a mustache? <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd be so cool. <laughs> somebody Can somebody Photoshop that for me? I want to see what it yeah, looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think they should run with that. Just the mustache. Just the mustache. <laughs> uh, let's see. After that, we had, oh, man, Elias's biggest fan, Ricky Roberts. Just some local dude, apparently. From Greensboro, North Carolina. Remember when Marty McFly was going to go? He was in the 50s, and he was about to go to the Old West, and he busts out some, like, really hokey. That's what this dude was wearing. Some really hokey cowboy gear. And he says, I don't know how to play the guitar, but I'm going to learn how to play the guitar so well that one day, and this dude already looks like he's 30, one day I'm going to end up in the Country Music Hall of Fame and Elias will walk up to me and say, and then he gets cut off by Elias's guitar. A minor chord, yeah. And uh, Elias says, hello, my name is Elias. And he walks out, he's up on the stage, and uh, he starts talking about Ricky Roberts. Uh, and he says, tell you what, Ricky Roberts, uh, I will, I forget what the incentive was, but he said he would, he would do something if Ricky Roberts could, uh, could beat or at least give a challenge to Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley comes out. He clowns Ricky Roberts a little bit in the awkward manner in which Bobby Lashley clowns. And, uh, as the match was about to start, Bobby Lashley turns around to take his shirt off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he gets blasted from behind by Ricky Roberts. Bobby Lashley completely no-sells it. Oh, man. And then basically gives him a choke slam, what they call the spine buster. Yeah. He held him up there for a long time. Oh, he got time. high and for a while. Exactly. It was great. But it wasn't a match. No pin. No. I guess once the guitar was employed, it would have been a DQ. Is there like a pre-DQ type thing they could do? Maybe there's that. I guess. I, I mean, guess it's, it's up to the ref's discretion whether to continue the match if the match hasn't started, if there's something like that, maybe. I, I guess it's possible Ricky Roberts might have got a win there if Bobby Lashley left and got counted out. But I don't think the match ever actually started, yeah, I don't so believe it. I don't probably believe never it really either. did anything. Elias got tired of it and just left anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had the B team backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had, a tri- they had a pretty damn good triple threat match, Yeah, it was too. pretty decent. Their, their, song, their theme song is still terrible. Uh, it's, uh, we're never going to agree on this one. It works for them. It works for them. The other theme song was too good. It's too good. It went from something that, that was actually decent to something that's completely abysmal. But they shouldn't have anything that's decent. That's the point of the B team. They're the B team. The A team would have Here's something Here's the thing. Good. Here's the thing. The B team should have something amateurish, not bad. 
Okay. Well, I think they can so have still, something bad. Still slickly fine. produced. The singing, such as it is, is all in key. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You want something more like Blue Pants' theme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, remember when those guys were charming? Kind of. <laughs> Uh, the Deleters of Worlds versus the Revival versus the B Team. Man, this is the kind of thing that uh, that the Revival needs more of. Mm-hmm. Fun tag teams, f- uh, fun tag team matches. And maybe they'll get. We'll see some more of this at the SummerSlam kickoff show because while they came up short in this match, they get a rematch against B Team um, during the kickoff show. Incentive to watch kickoff show. Okay, so uh, here's the finish though. Revival hit Shatter Machine. Um, but unbeknownst to Scott Dawson, Curtis Axel tagged himself in. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the revival hits Shatter Machine, Curtis Axel gets in the ring, tosses Scott Dawson into Dash Wilder outside so that he pins Bray Wyatt and picks up the win. Did you notice on, on Twitter, Matt Hardy, can't remember the exact the terminology or word, wording he used, but said, goodbye, Bray Wyatt. Thank you. Okay, so wait a second. Uh, a couple things. The match at SummerSlam, is that just B-Team versus Revival? Ooh. Whoa. Mm. Um, no, I didn't see that on Twitter. Here, but the, yeah, pull I'll it pull up. The, the tweet up. And, you know, obviously we mentioned this yesterday on the show. Bray Wyatt tweeted out that he's looking for some new theme music because yeah. there might be something new in the works for him. Yeah. So that's I don't know if Matt Hardy's taking some time off and says, thank you for everything, my compere. I shall miss you, Bray Wyatt. Whoa. That's a wow. f- funny picture of Bray. That was, oh, that's super cute. Look at his little Maxwell there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, could be the end for the deleters of worlds. So, the point I was going to make about this match is this. We've often said that one of the reasons SmackDown, many weeks these days, is better than Raw's because they do tend to focus a bit more on entering competition. Had we got a lot more matches like this mm-hmm. where it's got a clean finish. The booking is creative. The booking is fun of the actual match. The performances are top notch. That that would have been a lot that, that I would have been into this feud into this sort of B team thing, but too often it's been wonky finishes. Yes. It's been, you know, the teleporting to the ring and, and, and et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of goofiness. And it's just, it hasn't been fun. This match was it had sort of like they built it like kind of a big match feel for the as clownish as the division mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping like if, if this is true, if the deleters of worlds are, are gone, B team are a couple of really good wrestlers. Revival we know are really fantastic wrestlers. I, I would love to see this feud go on a little bit longer. I want to see Revival pick up those tag titles. Same here. They need to bring that division back around to tag team wrestling. Yes. To really good tag yes. team wrestling. Yes. So yeah. Uh, after that, Roman Reigns and the B team backstage. Uh, he kind of blew them off. Yeah. Well, he had some very important business to take care of. Uh, after that, we had uh, Kurt Angle, Dolphin Drew backstage. More where's Seth contract stuff. Well, yeah, but they, they mentioned specifically in this one, the I think this is where they, they're looking at the contract and they say, totally telegraphing what's going to happen later. It says here in his contract. He can have someone in his corner. He can have someone in his corner. Why does it say that? And Kurt Angle's like, That's standard. well, you get to have Drew in your corner. This is standard. He can have somebody. Wink, or wink. if you want, I can take that 
claws out, and then Drew will not be at ringside. And mm-hmm. Dolph says, no, that's good. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. We're good. It's all good. Who could possibly I have no show idea. up to be in Seth Rollins' corner? No idea. I wonder. Anyways, moving on. After that, uh, what do you think about this Roman Reigns bit? He's totally got to be winning at SummerSlam. Yeah, I know. That's why my... This, this could defy the math, too, though. This could totally defy the math. Let me ask you something. How uh, firm... Because I think they're probably fairly firm, whichever way they go, are the plans for the Universal title at SummerSlam. They've made a decision, haven't they? Well, it seems like... A solid one. One that's going to stick. Oh, no. Really? No. You think it still change? It could. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like there's something specific they're doing. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, So I thought Roman's performance was was fine. Heyman was great. Um, It was great how he offered his services, saying the advocate for... Roman Reigns, that was all great. So yeah, this is this is what happened. We'll just break it down a little bit. Uh, Roman Reigns comes down. He says, uh, "I want my goal is to make this place better than it was when I uh, got came, here. When yeah. I got here, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That was the the essence of what yeah, he yeah. said. Yeah, not that was fine. And I, uh, he said the first part of that is is getting that Universal Title off Brock Lesnar. Heyman comes down, um, and he he brings up the the bit that was cut off from his, his mm-hmm. interview the with Renee Young. Unless, so you want to know what that that cliffhanger was, it was this. He essentially says, I will offer my services to you. I will be your advocate. I will give you all of of Brock Lesnar's weaknesses. I will tell you what they are. So it will be a guarantee, no, a spoiler, that you win the universal title. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Rain is like, no, no, I'm not going to do it that way. And then um, Heyman brought up his dad. Yeah. Roman Reigns' dad. And said, you know, when he was a, a teenager... You know, when he was photographing, photographing, <laughs> photographing <laughs> yeah. matches yeah. Um, that he used to ride with with his with Roman's dad and his uncle. Mm-hmm. And and he said, you know, at one point, I'm he, he's sure that his dad passed on some kind of like secret special knowledge that I'm sure it was so important. He didn't say it to you in English. He said it to you in Samoan. And mm-hmm. then Heyman said something in Samoan that struck a nerve with Roman. Yeah. And he actually the performance for Roman's part was really good. Side note, uh, Brian Zane, our friendo on Twitter. Um, uh, asked his uh, his community his yes. community uh, what did he say? I saw that too. Uh, nobody knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody was sort of clowning. Yeah, um, you're. I'll, I'll echo what you said. The performances were great. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely great. I'll step in and like just suggest. And this is a minor criticism, but it's still kind of the the, the turn when Brock comes out. The, I'm sorry, no, the pepper spray to the eye. Yeah, probably that. Well, maybe that would have been too gimmicked for SummerSlam. You can't pepper spray somebody and then expect them to win the match. Maybe that. That's well, I, the I thing. feel narratively it would have been like right now, based on and granted, they might have done this because they want it to be obvious who's going to win or, or play against those expectations. I just feel like it, it at least outwardly telegraphed that Roman's probably going to win at SummerSlam, as opposed to going into SummerSlam with some inherent drama in terms of the story. So, say the segment had ended with Heyman giving a. Uh, Roman, the contract essentially. Mm-hmm. Roman looking through it, and then Lesnar attacking him from behind, mm-hmm. brutally. Yeah. And Heyman's like, "No, no, don't stop, stop, Brock, no." Yeah. And then Brock kind of turns his attention to Heyman. Heyman's like, "I don't want to repeat what happened last time. I'm out of here." But then there's there's it's up in the air. Yeah. Who's aligned with who? You know what? What is Roman going to do? Who is 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 Heyman still in cahoots with Brock? Have that play out at SummerSlam, so there's some drama. Because yeah. we saw, we saw yeah. when Lesnar did the initial beatdown, he left. He came back, dropped an F5. What did the crowd chant? One more. Yeah, I know. I know. 
And I, th- I feel like if they had gone into SummerSlam, because the crowd was popping when when Heyman was was making his case to be Reigns' advocate. Yeah. So if they would have went to the SummerSlam and have a spot where ref bump something, Heyman's ringside. You don't know what he's going to do. Um, you don't have to do the pepper spray thing. Just do something to cost Roman the match. Yeah. Or or one way or the other. Yeah. Have have Heyman help Roman win. Mm-hmm. You know, despite Roman not really maybe wanting his help. Yeah. There's so many more interesting or, or story even, possibilities. Or even Heyman. If you really want to book Roman Strong, which is I think what they want to do. Yeah. You know, have, have Heyman... You know, the ultimate swerve happens, but then Roman has to overcome that, which people might revolt against. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that'd be my worry about that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I think that this was too soon. I thought that number one, here's, here's my thing. The performance for the little bit where he, uh, where he talks to him in Samoan was so good. And Roman's reaction was so good. Just end on that. End on that. Or just, yeah. just, just hold on that. Yeah. And then break it with, with Brock coming in and destroying Roman. Yeah. Yeah, that have been way more effective. I feel like narratively speaking, yeah. telling the story they want to tell. Of and then Brock we get not yeah. caring. Then we get the nut at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. I just I, feel like it would have been a lot more impactful to do to to have the swerve, whatever it may be, at SummerSlam. Yeah. This was the ultimate. This is the ultimate stand tall thing, though. Brock totally stood tall at the end. He had Paul Heyman back in his camp with a can of pepper spray. Um, uh, Roman's all jacked up. Um, later on, they went back to him backstage. He was still jacked up. They're tending to his eyes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I get, I don't know. Like we, we had said before that it would make sense for the WWE to keep the title on Brock because like, who cares? He's been without it for a while and they've managed to, you know, keep their ratings as not great as they usually are. Yeah. But still in the same ballpark. It hasn't, yeah. It hasn't gone into like SmackDown territory. Um, and so like, it wouldn't surprise, but at this time, I wonder if I do kind of wonder if, the flip to that would be, you know, we're WWE. We don't we don't need to wait around for the UFC. We can do what we want, you know. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's a little bit of the like with Brock being kind of a loose cannon, like he says what he wants to say. If they don't want to risk the image of the WWE with the Universal Title being not a fight, an actual fighting real sport championship, you know, they might feel that could be disrespected during the course of the UFC build. Yeah, I don't know. That could be. I could see how that could be a yeah, thing. Maybe that's, that's possible. Um, so in that in that respect, yeah, it kind of feels like you know Roman's gonna who stood who stood tall before the greatest rumble. I don't remember. I feel like Brock stands tall all the time. Yeah. yeah. I well, there was one. Wrong. What moment, was the one before was, Mania? Wasn't this wasn't time? there one moment where. Wasn't Reigns like handcuffed to the ropes or something and got beat up? That sounds right. Was that the the go home to Manium? I maybe. forget something like that. Or handcuffed? I think it was just handcuffed. Yeah, the ropes. yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just handcuffed. <coughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I I'll figure out between now and tomorrow when we shoot predictions. I'll figure out where I stand on it. Probably gonna have low confidence in it no matter what mm-hmm. because it could be the situation where two hours before show they say hey. You know, Kevin Owens or Braun Strowman is going to cash in. And that's an, that's another possibility. It's a huge possibility. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, huge possibility. Um, Braun stood tall at the end of... Yeah, but I don't really think that... I don't really feel like that matters. That doesn't really count? No. Yeah, maybe not. I think previously Braun has stood tall and still won. That's mm-hmm. me. I thought I turned that off. It's all right. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 intriguing. I hope... I, real, I do hope that... What I said 
I don't know, last week, two weeks ago, whenever, uh, is true, though. They really need to book this match so that the crowd can't immediately dump on it. Mm-hmm. No milling about, no lumbering well, about. Well, that's why I thought if you have Heyman kind of hovering or the, the People idea. People will be intrigued by yeah, that at least. there's intrigue going into the match rather than having, you know, what their mania match was, which essentially a, 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 when you go into WB2K18 and turn on infinite finishers. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's no intrigue. There's no drama right, there. Right, exactly, yeah. And at least, you know, say Heyman, they, and, and if they want to continue the storyline of Roman being the uncrowned universal champion, mm-hmm. what better way to do that and have him on the precipice of victory yeah. and have Heyman screw him out of the win. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to engender some sympathy towards Roman Reigns, you got to do something like that. Yeah. I wonder, but here's the thing, though. I wonder if they were going to go down the route of Brock keeping the title. And this goes back to what you were saying about them telegraphing a Roman win. If they were going to do the Brock wins thing, would they have saved that nut for SummerSlam itself where Heyman turns, you know, he he, he declares his allegiance at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. Ref bump, pepper spray. They do the pepper spray bit there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I think they should have done. And Brock walks out. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that would have been a more impactful moment. But that would be, but you, it would it would necessitate Brock keeping the title. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I don't necessarily think that's outside the realm of possibility. Oh, it's definitely within the realm of possibility, but it makes me think that maybe it's not now because. Oh, and I think they might know that and mm-hmm. did that thinking, oh, that's obvious now that Brock's going to drop the belt. Oh, they're not thinking about that much, dude. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, you give him a lot of credit for that. Vince Vince is gonna wake up. He's not gonna wake up. He's gonna after lunch on Sunday. I know. Guess what? Plans changed. Got a call from Dana White. <laughs> yeah. Drew McIntyre is gonna win Money in the Bank <laughs> on this show, and then beat whoever for the title. Uh, next, this was barely a match. Titus Worldwide and Bob Roode versus Authors of Pain and Mojo Raleigh. So the bell rang. I looked at my phone briefly. I look up. Mojo's eating a glorious DDT. Uh, this match lasts longer than 30 seconds. I don't, I don't feel like so, it man. did. I don't think so. And by the way, by the way, the Authors of Pain are now distinctly, firmly entrenched in the loser's locker room. Mm-hmm. Wow. Holy crap. Well, their call-up was after Mania. That was ages ago. And they've done zero with them. And yep. they're now officially, I feel, as of this match. They're not going to be at SummerSlam. Bob Roode's not going to be at SummerSlam. He's not even going to be at SummerSlam. Whoa. We figured Titus wasn't going to be there, but you're telling me Bob Roode and Authors of Pain, who got called up. Wait, no. Bob Roode wasn't just this past WrestleMania. It was the the year before. before, The year before. before. Whoa. Man. That has been the slow. That's like the slowest burn. (sighs) Man. Just the it's, sinking. It's awful. It's pretty bad. The Authors of Pain came out, had a dominant performance, said, go away, Paul Ellering. I don't know who did. Are they doing the touching their dingus thing? Like, Orton, is, are they doing that? You can't do that these days, man. Race I, here, I you just, can't do I that. I just don't think they have any idea what to do with them. You know, it seems pretty straightforward. I'm telling you, man. They need to add some dimension. You I agree. You cannot. You can't go. You can't go with one-dimensional teams anymore. But you can start as one as a one-dimensional team, but then you add depth as you go on. Yeah, but what are you going to add depth with those guys? They 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 can't talk. Their promos are not. Well, they great. should not have. They should have kept Paul Ellering with yep, them. Yep, I agree. At least with that. for TV. 
Uh, next, Sasha Banks versus Ruby Riot. Riot Squad dropped an iPhone promo beforehand. Don't remember much about that. Yeah, they're pretty cheesy. Um, there's a cool spot in this match that kind of uh, reminded me of uh, Sasha and Bailey's match at uh, NXT t- uh, Takeover Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, where Sasha gets her hand stuck in the handle of the ring steps. Um, of course, at Brooklyn, it was Bailey, and it wasn't in the hole. Sasha jammed it behind the ring steps to to beat the heck out of it. But anyways. Um, and so Ruby Riot was exploiting that, um, attacking Sasha's hand and arm, and ultimately wins via roll-up. Yeah. So it was a good win for Ruby Riot. It was a good win for Ruby Riot, and it was actually a decent match. Yeah, I it actually, was. I, I like this match. It was a good match. Uh, Ruby Riot's really good. I like her. Um, it's just they, for whatever reason, they're doing, they do this really cheesy thing with the Riot Squad. I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know how they, like, not do it. But, like, their promos are always just cheap. They're, they're like... I don't know. Who did I say? I said the Undisputed Era was like the, the T-Birds the other day from Greece. Well, they're like the other ones. Who are the... I've never seen Greece before. It's a good movie. It's like the only musical I like. What are they called? I forget what they're called. But the other... There's like a woman's version of kind of a gang. They wear pink jackets. Oh, that's the one that uh, was... Uh, oh, what's her name? I know you're Stalker Channing. Yes, name. yes. I know that much about Greece. Stalker Channing's in it. And she's a member of that gang, yes? They all look like they're 40. <laughs> that's true. That's a that's a pretty dark movie. It's kind of like Saturday Night Fever. Like, yeah. You don't remember just how dark that movie is. Yeah. That movie is dark. Yeah. Man. All uh, of Travolta's buddies are all racist in that movie. It's horrible. Yeesh. But there's cool dancing, and they're really good songs. Mm-hmm. Just like with Grease. Cool dancing. A lot of cool songs. Uh, more Kurt and Baron Corbin backstage. Hey. Baron's like, hey, Seth Rollins isn't here. He's not here. Your old match is about to fall apart because he's not here. Like they couldn't do a contract signing an hour from now when he actually does arrive. I know. You know Why like, does it be right now? It's still what? It have to be on TV. Six days till SummerSlam? Yeah, I'm sure they could. They could sign it when they get to the arena. Pretty much. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then we had for the main event. Now, once I realized that this main event sequence, I'm sorry, this IC title uh, contract match thing was happening in the main event. It was okay. The, the, okay, yeah. Dean's totally. Oh yeah. Dean is absolutely coming out. Oh yeah. I, I had to go pick up my kid from cheerleading practice uh, summer, and uh, so I, I watched on my phone on the way there. Put in my little inset. So oh okay. Mm-hmm. Well, drive safely. Yeah, I do. It's just around the corner. Because um, so, I was uh, really hyped about this. So yeah, Kurt Angle comes down. He brings out Dolph and Drew. Uh, Dolph cuts a pretty good promo. Yeah, it was pretty solid. He, here's the you know we're talking about him versus Shawn Michaels in the mm-hmm. promo department. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the biggest difference because I was watching Dolph's promos like God damn Dolph is such a good promo. It's just and I don't mean to be mean about this. Shawn Michaels had and has a natural charisma, and that always makes your promos so much better. Dolph doesn't have a lot of just natural charisma. Yeah. And so his promos, while delivered really, really well, yeah, yeah, yeah. they lack that thing. Well, I think far too often they come off as kind of whiny. <sighs> yeah, I just think it is. Because I don't this one wasn't really whiny. No, like no. when he was talking about what Drew brings to the equation, yeah, this guy's good. always pushing me. Yeah, yeah, but when he's me. talking about, you know, to a certain extent. I'm not necessarily talking this one, but there's plenty, been plenty of promos, um, especially when his whole gimmick was. Uh, oh, well, his gimmick at that point was literally Weiner. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah, all that yeah, stuff. that stuff. But uh, a little bit when he was talking about how 
um, kind of the the flavor of the month nature of mm-hmm. how uh, WWE Universe treats wrestlers. He said, I've yeah. been there. Yeah. You all abandoned me. You'll abandon Seth at some point. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. But anyways. Um, and so Dolph says, I'm going to sign this. Here you go, Kurt Angle. Call it a forfeit. Mm-hmm. Match ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, cue Seth Rollins. Burn it down. He walks out and he brings up the uh, the stipulation, the clause in the contract about having someone in his corner and says, well, you have that Scottish psychopath in there. I'm going to have a lunatic in my corner. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose, or at least some dude who looks like he freaking ate Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Comes yeah, out. Jacked. Shaved head. Jacked. Beard uh, look great. Fifteen pounds, ten, fifteen pounds of muscle on <laughs> yeah, his. Yeah, at least, man. And his traps and chest Just, alone. Yeah, alone, exactly. A little bit of. It's hard to say vascularity when we watch Chomp every yeah. week because that dude's like all veins, coaxial cables. Yeah. Right? Uh, Dean's been doing a lot of shrugs and a lot of benches. He looks great. They storm the ring. Uh, they dole out some punishment. We get a dirty deeds. Get a super kick and a dirty deeds to uh, Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. um, and it was fantastic. Crowd was going ape shit. They did the shield fist bump thing. Yeah, but Dean's totally gonna destroy Seth oh at SummerSlam. Oh my gosh, he should at least totally going to totally should. It's gonna be great. Yeah, blood everywhere. It's got to be that. It's got to be vicious. It's got to be vicious. Vicious. Yeah, like takes his face off, like that one UFC match we saw from early on. We in never UFC. saw it. We just heard about it. That shit totally happened. Never too. seen it. By the way, uh, later on today, I think we're going to do this, the live stream. Oh, today, yeah. We're going to be on, oh, wait, Itchtway. Can we even say the word anymore? No. YouTube's going to delete our channel. Probably. The the gaming platform, streaming platform that a lot of people use, but to play like we're Fortnite. We're going to use. We're going to use that. To do We Book SummerSlam, yeah? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. Book, yeah, we're going to do our own SummerSlam. Yeah, we got the card. No build, but we'll do it anyways. What's the main event, Larson, for the undisputed WWE Championship? I'm not going to. Oh, do you want to spill it right now? Yeah, we'll do well, it Well, we right have now. a number one contender match to determine. Oh, yeah, that's right. First. What? Okay, well, just what is that match? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who, of course, has a, a long, in the midst of a long feud against AJ Styles, <laughs> Bullet Club leader AJ Styles. Yeah. He's taking on. Chill Roman. Chill Roman. That's right. Chill Roman. Anyways, let's do some more questions here before we go to our SmackDown preview. Universal Jones, Shag, Mary, Fire, Braun Strowman, Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens. This one's tough. Uh, Mary Kevin Owens. Yeah. It's got to be Shag Braun. Yeah, man. I think it's Shag Braun. Yeah, Fire Jinder. That's, that's a bummer. Maybe I'd marry Jinder. I don't know. Maybe I'd fire Kevin Owens. I love them both, man. Yeah, I know. Shanti. James McBreen, $2. Do you do your own car? Or do you have a mechanic? I don't know anything about cars. I don't know a dick about cars, man. I don't cars, know man. anything about cars. I don't even do oil changes on my nope. own. Nope. Nope. Drive it Whenever down. I get a car, I make sure maintenance package. Yeah. Tom Fox. Steve versus Mayhem for the H title. I am not a wrestler. I'm not getting in the ring. Oh, you'll get annihilated. I will, however. Well, come on. It's, I don't know about that. He's a that. trained professional. Uh, he was in the army, though, so I will give him that much. Yeah, you get destroyed. Um, I will, however, perhaps fund an opponent for him oh. at some point. Well, you better get started of on my, that. Of my choosing. Universal Jones, $2. Also, better kisser, Drew or Dolph? It's Drew. Oh, Drew. Absolutely, it's Drew. Uh, Poke the meme boy. 
Dean went from wacky boy to muscular psychopath. What, yeah, that's what he should be. Pretty jacked. He should he should show up every time he comes out. He should have blood on his face, not his. No visible cuts, and everybody's yeah, like, "Where yeah, is that yeah. coming from?" Holding a, holding a human heart. <laughs> that's gone a bit. That's gone a bit far. Maybe for t- Big Four. There you go. Big Four pay per view. He's holding a human. A human. I found this human heart. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Font, $5, head into my first year of college in a few days. Textbook prices are real. Keep up the good work, friendos. Hashtag Adam Mayhem sucks on toes. Whoa! That is confirmed? so rude. Has that been confirmed? So rude. Is he doing that? He's on a plane right now. That's amazingly rude. Uh, man, first year of college. We, we mentioned this last time. Somebody asked us uh, advice for college, first year of college. Yeah. What's your advice? Bring lots of condoms. Wrap it up. Wrap it up so you're not locked down by a little baby. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Lots of condoms. Feel free to experiment. Just take that I, well, like you I will. said, Like I said, it's, it's, it's the, probably the peak time in your life when you can go and learn and listen uh, and experience uh, different perspectives than what, you've, you've, what you're used to. Lots of different shapes and sizes of nipples out there. Experience, you just mess them all. Yeah. Just play with all the nipples. All right. Uh, Wayne Maker. Hello, you pair of tea towel holders. Wow. That's a euphemism over there for butthole, apparently. Mm-hmm. you, Paul. Shield reunion at SummerSlam? If so, speculate how. Thanks, friendos. No. It'd be a reunion of Dean's fist to Seth's face. He's going to eat some of Seth Rollins. Yeah. He's going to yeah. do like literally. He's going to take a chunk of him. Eat yeah. Him. Uh, although I, I now I'm, I'm like, you know, seeing this ahead in the future. us sitting there. They're just celebrating. I really? Know. You I won know. the IC title. They're just celebrating. I want to feel it. good moment. I want to feel good moment. I want bloodshed. Yeah. I want to see Dean get a gun out. Mm-hmm. Put it to his head. Mm-hmm. Put it in his mouth. Where's that chainsaw that uh, Terry Funk gave him? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Dash Wisdom. Oh, I get it. 99. It's no comment. Just left a dollar. Uh, Joe Cunningham. Uh, hashtag uh, push Renee Young. Uh, yes. Yeah, man. Yes. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> hashtag Jonathan Couchman. Wayne Maker. Y2J sleeper cell in WWE buyout. I don't get that. Is that an impact reference? Y2J sleeper cell. I'm seeing if it sounds any different in his British accent. I don't think so. Y2J sleeper cell. I don't know what that means. No, that means Jorge Madrigal, $2. Is there a reason why Braun hasn't tried to cash in? Yeah, he said next time he saw Brock Lesnar, he was going to try to cash in. He's distracted, man. He's distracted. Max Johnson. I showed my girlfriend Dolph's hair and she cackled. Yeah, it's it's not that great. Wayne Maker, Mustache Mountain, drew his third member. Yeah, there you go. Just the mustache. Link Zero, 1999. Who has improved in-ring more, Alexa or Carmella? I'm going to go with Alexa. I'm going to say, because remember that Elimination Chamber match? She was doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm, she was doing mm-hmm. good stuff. I'm going to say Alexa. Um, the Eyebrow, $2. Shout out to my coworker, John. What's up, John? Hi, John. Tom Fox. Kayfabe reasons B-team always celebrates near Roman. It's just funny. It's because I know Roman always wins. Lord owes the king. Ooh, $20. Super Thank chat. you. What's up, friendo? Sitting back, smoking a bowl with the best weed this side of Indy. Just kidding. I'm on my compute list, commute listening to you guys. Just wanted to seem cool and lie about doing drugs <laughs> like everybody else. Have a good one. Hey, oh. Thank you. Wayne Dorsey, $2. Remember Dean's desert workouts from yeah. years ago? Yeah, man. I wonder if he's doing that. Travis Dayton, who becomes universal champion first, Dean or Drew? 
I feel like Dean, he's got a cleaner slate right now, mm-hmm. and he looks jacked. People mm-hmm. like that. Charvel, $5 with the universal title basically in limbo. Who will become champ? Kamania. Uh, maybe Roman be champ. We'll get shield triple threat. That'd Main be great. Mania. That'd be good. That'd be good. Donut Odinson, five pounds. Hey, friendos, can Larson do audio books? His voice is so relaxing. Plus power rank new Heyman guys. Love it to be Pete Dunn. Too sweet, hearty handshake. I'm horribly inarticulate. Me doing audio books would just be frustrating. Um, but it is. you seem very relaxed right now. I'm tired. We're operating about six hours of sleep. New Heyman guy. You know how I feel. I feel like no one should be the new Heyman guy. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Yeah. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. John Mower can't watch live at work. Here's some money to hear my name later. Thanks for everything, friendos. The Mower of Johns. John Mower. Danny Bryan. First time watching live. Hi as high as shit love the show keep up the good work guys it's just the s word man it's not a big deal i know he's high as shit did you guys notice baron smile at the crowd chanting for him i did <laughs> yeah trey porter power rank who should be the new iwgp junior heavyweight champion good question we heard that uh takahashi ticking time bomb could be out for up to a year so marty Skrull. he had a relatively short reign I think that'd be a good choice. It's not the most exciting wrestler in the world. He can put on good matches, though. He can. Uh, but I feel like Osprey needs to take some time off. Make oh, sure he's yeah. Healed up. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Kushida. He's the ace of the junior division. Um, did you see him come out on his little uh, cheesy hoverboard? <laughs> it was so underwhelming. Show or yo? One of those guys. Yeah, that'd be good. Show or yo? Yeah, I know they were involved in some tag matches against each other mm-hmm. at, uh, during the G1 shows. Yeah. Let's do SmackDown preview real fast. Oh, yeah. I'll do first entry since, oh, you just switched over. AJ Styles has more to say to Samoa Joe. He's going to say more stuff to him? WWE champion AJ Styles returned to SmackDown Live last week with strong words mm. for a SummerSlam opponent, Samoa Joe, mm. one week after the challenger insinuated that Styles is a poor father. He didn't really insinuate it. He straight up said he it. He downright said it. AJ is a terrible father. Um, the Phenomenal One said the Samoan submission machine would walk into Brooklyn for their championship battle but he might have trouble walking out. Uh Apparently, the WWE champion has more to say as he will be responding further to his SummerSlam opponent. Is Styles going to lay into Joe with another fiery retort before Sunday? Or are Samoa Joe's mind games working? Oh, wow. SmackDown women's title match participants come face-to-face. That's just too literal. The SmackDown Women's Championship match at SummerSlam is sure to be a battle for the ages with Carmella, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch looking to walk out of the biggest event of the summer with championship gold. Not the A-team writing this stuff so far this week. Yeah. Tensions will certainly be running high when all three women come face-to-face on SmackDown Live. The friendship between the Queen and the Irish last kicker has certainly been put to the test in recent weeks. Will the Princess of Staten Island... Look to turn the two buds against one another before SummerSlam. Also, where in the hell is Asuka? That yeah. should have been included in the preview. Aiden English goes one-on-one with Andrade Cien Almas. El idolo. After costing Rusev and Lana a trio singles matches against Andre Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Aiden Andre. English. What? You called him Andre. Oh, sorry. Andrade. Aiden English. See, this is why I sh- that's why I can't do audiobooks. You're doing great. Aiden English has vowed to make it up to his friends. English's quest for penance apparently begins with the bat with battling El Idolo himself. Idolo. The drama king took to Twitter over the weekend, calling out Almas 
for a one-on-one battle on SmackDown Live Ooh, TV. Yeah. Uh, the New Day clashed with Sanity in six-man tag team showdown. The New Day emerged victorious from a four-team tournament to earn a SmackDown tag team title opportunity at SummerSlam. But before they take on the Bludgeon Brothers in Brooklyn, they will clash with another dangerous crew on SmackDown Live, Sanity. Can the New Day control the chaos in this six-man tag team battle, or will Eric Young's crew soften them up for Harper and Rowan? It was funny on Becky Lynch's uh, Instagram story last week when she was uh, doing the puns with the pictures of superstars and stuff. There was a picture of Eric Young, who was not on SmackDown Live last week, but he was obviously backstage looking very dapper in a very nice suit. Very weird to see him like that. Interesting. Paige promises Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville an opportunity. Frustrated with how she and Sonya Deville have been treated lately, Mandy Rose lashed out at her former Absolution teammate and current SmackDown Live general manager Paige on Twitter this past weekend, saying that Paige favors her former teammates in PCB, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Where the hell is uh, Asuka? Where is Asuka? All right, question time. Question time. We get a lot of our questions from the Patreon for the recap episodes. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. One dollar a month gets you access to the Patreon question thread. Yes. I'm going to do the hashtag first and see if any. Oh, here we go. All right. I'll, I'll get started. Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Steen. Always m- m- get that mixed, mixed up. Hey, friendos. Hi, Bartholomew. Uh, the dastardly, dangerous uh, Australian champion Brody W. What accent of the world makes promos more interesting? He said he'd argue Jay White's New Zealand accent adds to his character of not giving Fs. Uh, I am a big fan of the Scottish brogue. I really like like Drew McIntyre. Sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I've heard uh, Killian Dane, mm-hmm. he's Scottish. Well, he's is Irish. he Irish? He's Irish. Yeah, okay. He's Irish. Who am I thinking of? Oh, when I've heard uh, what's her face, uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah. Scottish brogue, uh-huh. kind of. Yeah, that's a good one. I like the Scottish brogue. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Wyatt, check out my Patreon comment. Lol. Zach Stolpa, is Brock still seen as a draw to Vince? If so, why? I would say is yes. Is who? Brock still seen as a draw to Vince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He still has the universal title. He's going to be the main event of SummerSlam. Probably. Unless Probably. Unless they're going to do Ronda. They might do Ronda. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Futile Bread says, this is going into May Young Classic spoiler territory. I'm not going to name names here. There was an injury mm-hmm. in one of the matches. Should the WWE, should or will the WWE air that match containing the injury? Wait, sorry, read again. Should WWE air the Mayon Classic match with uh, the that injury that happened? I think since it has a bearing on the tournament, they kind of to a degree have to. I mean, I guess they could say not run the match and just say in some sort of uh, segment with commentary that this happened. And because that happened, this other person advances. I'm trying to think of any precedent for that. Like in terms of something being pre-taped and then an injury and then running the match anyways. I feel like, here's the thing. I think that they have the capability to edit the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should. And then whenever the injury happens, use the angle that 
either it's a crowd reaction shot really quick and then they come back and she's on the ground or whatever. Yeah, yeah they, I don't think they're going to show the spot where the injury happens. Yeah, I would I would hope not. But, they, yeah, they kind of have to air something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I don't think it would be out of the realm of possibility for them, say, for them to say, out of respect to the competitors, we've elected not to air this match. But at the same time, I don't know, if I'm one of the competitors, I'd probably be like, yeah, air it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sid was cool with them airing his leg breaking in half. Of course, that was live. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but on Nitro the next night, oh, yeah, yeah. they aired that clip it's ad nauseum. And I think Sid said he was cool with it. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Wyatt, here's his question on Patreon. This one's kind of lengthy. With Ambrose back, many might like to see Rollins and Ambrose help Roman win the title with a shield pop because Heyman mentioned the Usos and their family lineage and because the Usos are not on the card, can you see the Usos costing Brock the title and or moving to Raw the following day? You know, I would love... That one thing about the Attitude Era that I don't think we see enough of these days, and it's just one small thing, it's risks when it comes to storytelling. It's more involved, you know, doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Are you bringing in other people for surprises? Yeah. That's how a lot of debuts were made back then. Yeah. They're really not anymore. Not really. Most things Most things are spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, M squared. Swap a member from each of the following teams. Shield, New Day, Undisputed Era. Um, okay, so which member of the New Day? Okay, take out um, Bobby Fish from the Undisputed Era and right. add Big E. All right, that's good. That'd be amazing. That's good. Because they need a powerhouse anyways. They yeah. don't have a powerhouse. Yeah. And then Dean to New Day. Uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean to New Day. There you go. And then I guess Bob Bobby Fish to The Shield. Uh, yeah, Bobby Fish, they need to get Bobby Fish some more shine on the mic. He usually just sort of looks around. He watches other people do stuff. Well, no, he he has some funny little asides. Sometimes, he's usually yeah. He's usually the guy that says, I can't do the thing because he's holding the phone. Yeah, that's he can't true. do the hand sign. Uh, CM Punk finds it inadmissible in court. Is just me or does Dean look, Dean look way more like a legit lunatic now? No, we mentioned that. He totally does, and it's great. Uh, let's see here. Lots of people talking about Dean's haircut. Um, uh, the Shogun Zodiac. This is a good question. After seeing the Roman Brock video package last week, does it seem like WWE had a bit of long-term booking, even if it wasn't the booking we wanted? It was this the roadmap all along, Larson? No. No chance of that? No. Probably not. No. Did we ever? Was there any? Was there ever a rumor about? Because we know about Roman having found out about the Seth cash in prior to thirty one. It was like that day. Yeah, yeah. And I think for Mania, we heard that it was the day before or that day. This pat, this Mania, it was the day before. Yeah, or that day, something like that. That he he was told that he wasn't going to win. Yeah. So maybe from like Mania on until now, there's been a plan. I mean, we heard that there was a plan for him to be sort of... I always thought it was silly when I heard the phrase Daniel Bryan booking, like to try to get him over as like some sort of underdog who the authority... And the, there were shades of that in his dialogue. Yeah. How like it was sort of, oh, the authority's trying to keep me down. But then they, even that morphed into, hey, I should have won a greatest rumble and I didn't. 
which was silly. Yeah. I don't think there's been a long-term booking, no, man. No. I think it's been the long-term plan has one been stumble to the next. The long-term plan uh, it amounts to one sentence. Make Roman top guy. Yep. And that's a goal. That's not a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lipkin Unlimited. Someone offers to donate $200,000 to a charity of your choice in the name of Going In Raw. What charity do you choose, and would that be good enough for Larson to Too Sweet Steve? To answer the second part, yes. Yes, that would be good enough. Um, and then we would have to discuss uh, how to divvy up, because we'd probably want to choose a couple charities. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. Yeah, that would do. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, here we go. Don't call me Lawler. Has a question for you. Would you rather Too Sweet Me... Or shake hands with Randy Orton post front area touching his dingus. I can always wash my hands. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Really? Man of principles. I'm too sweet. Um, Thomas Kreitz. Uh, Hi, Stephen Larson. New Patreon here. Patron here. If Asuka gets added to the SmackDown Women's title match, does she win the title? Personally, I think she will be added somehow and win it'd be weird if she was added like at the go home show and then wins the title zero build basically with no build i'm kind of guessing that she won't be added carmelo retain and then following pay-per-view maybe she'll have another match against carmelo and pick it up then maybe but we thought shinsuke was going to win the world title yeah keegan green what do you guys think of freezing the titantron graphics like with seth in the last segment I noticed that too. Oh, yeah. It comes out, they just freeze it. Yeah. Don't do that. No. It just looks like somebody messed up. Yeah, no. Go back to the to the generic raw graphics. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he can't have his graphics playing because he's got like the, Did he freeze the crosshairs and they're moving all over the place. It's too yeah. distracting. Yeah. Uh, oh, good question. The glorious Steve Klein. Who would win in a tag team match between Triple H and mini Triple H, who is now Dean Ambrose? Versus Big Papa Pump and Little Petey Pump, who is Petey Williams. Well, it's Triple H. He wins everything. Mm-hmm. Golden Shuffle. Golden, the Golden Shuffle. Pedigree. All right, let's do one more, and then we can do play per view. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, All right, here we go. MJ, the Terran Empire champion. So you unofficially endorse both Rockstar Recovery Drink and Frito Burritos from Taco Bell, both of which I've had, and they are delicious. Okay. be a rock star in my future today, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. What are the other unofficial or honorary product placements in Going In Raw? Historically. Little Debbie. Mm-hmm. Little Debbie yeah, cakes. Uh, Del Taco. Del Taco for a spell. Arby's back in the day. Yeah. That was the original, probably. That was the original one was Arby's, yeah. In fact, I saw a commercial. Me and Lacey saw a commercial for it yesterday while we were watching. An Arby's commercial? Maybe wrestling. Um, yeah, and they've got like this huge roast beef cheddar and bacon thing mm. that looks amazing. And it would definitely cause my uh, bowels problems. Um, but we might give it a shot All right. sometime. Um, today, what are some new products that we would consider as unofficial um, well, official uh, products of going in raw, uh, sneakers, yeah, your, uh, ultra boosts. Well, we should do those boosts that uh, Fiend Kick sent us. There you go, the uh, I5923 boosts, yeah. All right, 
That's the answer. Sounds good. Any, one, any last super chats? Oh, yeah. Uh, Spulak. Um, Larson, what did you do controversing on Twitter? What? What did you do, man? I didn't do anything. I didn't think so. Jonathan, my uncle passed Sunday. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, could I share a GoFundMe link? His wife and kids are in financial distress and need help paying for his funeral. Thanks, friendos. Yeah, sure. You can share. Yeah. You can share a link. Um, and send if you send it to us uh, on Twitter, we'll retweet it if you want. I don't know what Spulak's talking about. I don't oh, see any yeah. controversy. He's in your head, dude. I don't tell you. Well, I mean, pretty people say that. Did you hear about this? What? The Adam Am? Yeah. Friendoverse? Yeah. What a shady operation that is. Apparently, he's down the line. He won an all-in ticket. That's awesome. Um, oh, look at this. This is great. I just noticed on Twitter. L Gigney. The baby was having an epic tantrum. We turned on Going In Raw, and she calmed down instantly. Oh, wow. Proof that it's the best podcast ever? Wow. Go to sleep, little baby. Baby Gigney, go to sleep. Oh, here it is. Someone said that I uh, set things up. Oh, for Adam Mayhem to win yeah. that all-in ticket? Oh, yeah. We had nah, nothing to do with that. No. And in fact, the dude who the dude who set up the raffle and like did it had no idea who uh, what Adam Mayhem, like under his shoot name, yeah. who he was. No idea. I can't think of the last time I've been on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Well, you're probably smart about that then. Okay, so what are we going to do for play-per-view today? Oh, yeah, good question. Um, what's some other summer-themed shows? We've done ECW. We've done WCW. We've done Summer Bash Slams, at the cool. Beach. Oh, okay. That's fine. Or the Great American Bash. Oh, yeah. Let's do Great American Bash. Great American Bash. There's one, 88. Yeah, I'll do 88. Let's see here. I'm going to do... I have six matches. Ouch. That's an 88. Oh, wow. The attendance in 1985 was 27,000. Wow. Is that the one when they did three shows? They did three shows the first year they did it, I think. Mm, I don't see anything about that. All right, all right. This took place on July 6th, 1985. All right. All right. I'm How many matches do you have? I have eight matches. Oh, I only have six. I'll get rid of the first two. All right, go ahead. Singles match. Buddy Landell, who I think was the NWO Nature Boy. Mm-hmm. Versus Ron Bass. Uh, Ron Bass. Very good. We better hurry up. I guess we're running out of space over there. Uh-oh. Uh, Dick Murdoch, Dick Murdoch, Dick Murdoch, Dick Murdoch. Rick Steiner versus Kendall Windham and Tim Horner. Oh, the, the Team Steiner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tag team match for the NWA National Tag Team Championship. Uh, Buzz Sawyer and Dick Slater versus the Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Ole Anderson. Yeah, Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Very good. Uh, Arn Anderson and Tolly Blanchard versus Nikita Koloff and Sting for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Sting. Uh, time limit draw. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, tag team match for the NWA World Tag Team Championship and the AWA World Tag Team wow. Championship. That's a lot to wrap my head around. The NWA champions walking in was the Russian team of Crusher Khrushchev and Ivan Koloff, the AWA champions, the Road Warriors. Uh, yeah. Road Warriors. Uh, uh, no, Double DQ. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, tag team match for the NWA United States Tag Team Championships. He had the champions, the Fantastics, 
versus the Midnight Express. Midnight Express. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, singles match for the NWA United States Championship. Champion Magnum TA versus the challenger Kamala. Uh, Magnum TA. Very good. Uh, a Tower of Doom match. Al Perez, Ivan Koloff, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, and the Russian Assassin versus the Road Warriors, Jimmy Garvin, Ron Garvin. That team. And Steve Williams. That team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship with David Crockett as special referee. Oh. <laughs> really? Wow. Uh, the champion, Ric Flair, versus the challenger, Nikita Koloff. Ric Flair. Very good. Uh, singles match for the NWA U.S. title. Dusty Rhodes versus the champion, Barry Windham. Duff the row, baby. No, baby, I didn't win, baby. Barry Windham. Steel cage match for the NWA World Television Championship. The champion, Tully Blanchard versus Duff the row, baby. Uh, Tully. Wrong. Duff oh. the row, baby. I won one of them matches. Just put up a finger. This. Ric Flair versus Lex Luger for the NWA title. Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a foregone conclusion. Oh, wait. 88? Yeah, never mind. Okay, yeah, it was a foregone conclusion. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning. Do we have any more? We don't have any more Super Chats, do we? No. Very good. Thanks for watching. Uh, patrons, $5 and up. Stay tuned for post-show. Yay or nay, we'll put it on the Patreon wall. You can kick in your money now and check out the show. It's a good one. We got a couple of Lex Luger incidents. I mean, matches coming up. Anyways, that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.